Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host, Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we were fortunate to have on CJ Dibri. CJ is a tight end and a new member of the Alabama Crimson Tide after transferring from Maryland this offseason. CJ, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I appreciate you guys having me. CJ, you got to start by talking about you know, your decision. You enter the transfer portal, you know, huge commitment to Alabama. Can you take us through um, the transfer portal process, what that recruitment was like, and then what made you to choose to uh, attend Alabama? Uh, I mean, the transfer portal is definitely a great up-and-coming thing. Uh, obviously, it gives players like myself a new opportunity for, I mean, a, a lot of reasons elsewise from other, other players and stuff like that. So, I mean, but it is also a scary process. You know, I mean, when you're coming out of high school, getting in the recruiting process, it's, you know, you're, you're blessed in general to be getting recruited. I mean, you can enter the transfer portal and, um, I mean, ultimately you can be third string somewhere thinking you're better than that school enter the transfer portal and never get picked up and be done. So, uh, you know, it's definitely a scary process entering the transfer portal for me. You know, luckily I had, you know, I had some background on me. I got some playing time at Maryland and got offensive by some bigger schools. So it was definitely a great process for me. CJ, going back to your um, freshman year, you saw the field in every game. How do you think, like, seeing the field and getting exposed to what college football uh, was like at an early stage um, has helped you a lot? Uh, yeah, playing playing my freshman year as a true freshman really helped. I mean, uh, I mean, I didn't really play a lot of tight end in high school. I played quarterback, and then I early enrolled, so I got there in January. And the tight end there at the time was Shigazimo Conquo. He just got all rookie for tight ends in the NFL. He plays for the Titans. And, you know, I mean, he was like my big brother of the team. You know, he helped, he helped me out with the whole playbook, adjusting, adjusting into a tight end, adjusting in the uh, – showing me the run game, the pass game. And, you know, he helped me so much throughout the few months before the season that I was able to, you know, earn, earn a spot on the travel squad and, you know, see, every, see the game and see the field in every game. CJ, making that transition from quarterback to tight end, what was that like? What were some of the difficulties in it? And, you know, how did you get through that process to, you know, come out to being able to play as a freshman? Uh, again, my dad's a big weight room freak. So, uh, you know, I lifted with him all throughout high school. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have a father like that. You know, I always worked out with him. He always pushed me and I mean, I, I was always strong. I was always the strongest kid on my team in my area. So, uh, you know, it was never a problem physicality. But, I mean, tr- transitioning from quarterback to tight end, I mean, it, in some aspects it's the same. You know, like quarterback, you always have the ball in the hand. So you're catching it, throwing it, doing whatever. And uh, so that, that was easy. So, I mean, it's a lot easier for me to read the defense and know where a quarterback wants me to be that, now that I'm a tight end. So, I mean, it, it helped uh, on defensive terminology a lot. And uh, CJ mentioned your uh, father. How how supportive uh, were your parents? I mean, the money they spent on me to go to camps when I wasn't getting that highly recruited, the money they spent for me to go on visits, and then, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to keep playing football, make it to the league and pay them back one day. But, I mean, not even the money, but the, t- the time, uh, the games they went to, the – Games they went to out of all through, all through. I have two a brother and a sister, so you know we were all athletes in high school to you know make time and go through all that with maintaining jobs, obviously. So you know I really respect how they did that. 
CJ just touched on uh, the recruiting process and camps a little bit. Can you take us through, um, you know, that whole recruiting process coming out of high school, what that was uh, like for you and then how you ended up at uh, Maryland? Uh, yeah, so for me, uh, I mean, the recruiting process was always awesome. There's not a lot of people to, you know, leave my area and play football at any kind of school rather than a Division One school. Um, you know, it was it was really – it was cool. I feel like I could have had a little more attention to myself. But, uh, you know, I wasn't playing in the ball, you know, like recruit-wise and people-wise. So uh, it, it was hard to grab offers. Also, playing quarterback, it was hard for me to have film, knowing that I was probably going to play tight end on the next level. So that was tough. But, you know, really just focusing on the weights, focusing – you know, on my, like, ability to play football, you know, critiquing all the little things, trying to get as much film out as I could. And, I mean, I ended up at Maryland, you know, blessingly, you know, they were able to take me in. Uh, things stopped working out. I entered the transfer portal. But, I mean, I definitely want to be at Alabama if I, I wasn't there first. So, CJ, your final two schools, it came down between um, OSU and um, Alabama. So, can you kind of talk? and go into depth about kind of what led you to um, Alabama over um, uh, OSU? Uh, I mean, realistically, I entered the portal, and, uh, I mean, I thought I was going to go to Ohio State right off the bat. Um, I I took a visit to Alabama more so just because I had the opportunity to. I was coming down just to see and say I saw Alabama, and I came down here and fell in love with it. You know, the coaching staff, all the coaching staff, Coach Cox is a tight end coach here in Hemhouse his philosophy and how he wants to use me in the offense, obviously here in coach Saban, the greatest coach of all time, you know, being around some of the guys, uh, I kind of just really influenced me to, you know, I want to be here. I want to be a first round draft pick possibly. I want to, you know, be one of the greatest to come out of here and be my name and legacy. Most definitely you know, a great choice. But when you first enter the transfer portal, did you think I with, with programs like those and, and the others that were interested in you, you don't you can't get any better than that. Did you think it was going to be, you know, that kind of level where, you know, you have an Alabama, no. and Ohio State, you know, fighting for you? I thought I thought I would I thought I would have grabbed offers probably from places equivalent, maybe a little better than Maryland. But uh you know, to get Ohio State, to get Alabama. Um, you know, I I talked to, you know, LSU, Tennessee, Oregon. I mean, I didn't have offers from them, but I talked to them. And uh, yeah, I never thought I would have had that attention from these big schools, you know. Uh, I mean, it, it, like I said before, I didn't get my opportunity and, you know, play at Maryland, you know, the resources they gave me to get through. So, uh, I mean, that's really about it. CJ, freshman year, your first two uh, catches came against um, Penn State. Once you kind of reeled that in and kind of had that under your belt, were you kind of, this is like go time now. Like uh, I got my feet wet. Uh, now sky's the uh, limit. Um, all honesty, you know, I mean, I kind of got those catches and, and scrap time of the game. So, I mean, it didn't mean as much. Obviously against Penn State, you know, that's my home team state. I mean, I'm not a fan or anything, but I mean, I'm from Pennsylvania. But, uh, you know, it was awesome to have my first two career catches against them and at least, you know, put my name up on the board. But uh, I think I think the following year, you know, I got a start in our bowl game that year or, or at the end of that my freshman season. So that kind of opened my eyes. And then, you know, just being in corporate as a as a starter my sophomore year and, you know, getting a couple of catches my first game, that's kind of when I opened my eyes and was like, 
like, let's go. You know what I mean? I'm only, you only have that time in my sophomore, you only have possibly three more years. I mean, I got to make the best out of them. So that's kind of when I locked in and, you know, all attention to football. With that jump, as you just alluded to a little bit from your freshman to sophomore year, was that just playing time or was there something that clicked for you at one point that made you realize you could have a, that kind of success um, at the collegiate level? Um, I feel like it was just, you know, opportunity to step up. Obviously, like I mentioned before, Chigazuma Konko, he got drafted. You know, he, he had a really great season, but just seeing him get drafted, you know, that was the first closest friend of mine to ever go play in the NFL. You know, I'm still in contact with him a lot today. And it's just like, I, I want what he has. You know what I mean? That's the, like I said, I don't come from the best area. So it's not like I've never known an NFL player. Someone would come from my school or talk to anybody. So, you know, just opening my eyes, being like, oh, if he could do it, you know, I mean, I could push myself. I can, you know, make myself go on that grind and do the same. And uh, CJ settling in and uh, Tuscaloosa, how has change of scenery been? The getting to know your uh, teammates now, just overall, how has it been? Obviously, very different than being back in uh, Maryland. So uh, take us through that. Yeah, uh, this is definitely more of a home feel for me. Uh, again, I'm from Pennsylvania up in the country. So there's a lot more country boys here. You know, a lot of people with the jeans and the boots. So, you know, it's it's more of a feel for home for me. Uh, the weather's a lot nicer down here. Sunny day, can go play golf whenever I want if I had time. But, uh, I mean, I love it down here. The transition was really smooth. Everyone's been really nice and, you know, accepting to me. And uh, obviously the coaches are really looking forward to see what I can do. With those coaches, you touched on it earlier. You know, Nick Nick Saban, you know, best coach in, in college football history. Were you nervous when you know you were first going to meet him? What was that experience like for you? Yeah, so it, it was kind of crazy. So you're sitting there, and you know, Coach Saban's talking, and you're looking at him like, dude, like, is this for real? Like, is this really Coach Saban? You know, you're. I never thought I'd have that opportunity in my life. So you're looking at him, and then you're like. I have an opportunity to play for this guy, you know, like they offer me, I have an opportunity to play for him. And how, how am I going to let that down? How am I going to let that go past me and not regret it in the future? And uh, I mean, even today when I see him around, it's still like, dude, it's, it's like one of the most celebrity or best coaches in football or whatever you want to say, like walking past you, you're in the same building, you're playing under him. He had trust in you to offer you, you know? When you first stepped on the uh, football field, um, were you nervous at all? Obviously, high school football is very different than uh, college football. So just, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I would think I would think running out of the tunnel for the first time, seeing a lot of people was, it, it's definitely a memory. You know what I mean? Or we had bl- a blackout game at Maryland. You know, sold out crowd. That was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, they still got a big crowd, but nothing spectacular. You know, like when we went up and played Michigan, that was probably the best crowd I played in front of this year. That was like a hundred and some thousand. That was insane, but. I heard the SEC is different. They're they're built different <laughs> down here in the football world. No, that 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 is definitely correct. And you you, you guys at Alabama are going to have some big games. So for those you know Alabama fans who who don't know yet, or you know just college football fans who are excited to see you play next year, what would you say are you know some of your strengths you bring to the tight end position? Uh, I feel like some of my strengths is definitely my blocking ability. Uh, in some aspects, you can see me as a sixth offensive lineman. You know, I'm really going to help protect because when it comes down to it, I mean, it's not just catching the ball and getting your stat numbers up that wise that, you know, NFL scouts look look at. So 
you got to be versatile. And I, I mean, I do consider myself to have good hands and good speed for my size. So, you know, I'm just trying to get out there on the field as much as I can. So as versatile as I could be, I'm going to be. Are there any uh, players that you kind of emulate uh, your game after? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I try to go off of Gronk. You know, that's kind of my guy. Um, I, have a, I have an NIL market agent that also does him. So I get on FaceTime with him here and there. And it's, I mean, that's a dream come true itself, you know, talking with Gronk. I, I, obviously, I'm, I try to mimic my game off, off of him, like I said. So being able to talk to him and, you know, him giving me a few pointers or whatever is awesome. Wow, you know, Saban and Gronk, those are those are two good people to be getting advice from. But uh, is there anything that you know, Gronk has told you this off season that you know you've tried to you know, all right, this is something I'm going to incorporate into my game, or I'm going to try and work on to take my game um, to that next level? Not, not in that, not in those kind of ways, but definitely, you know, he told me he he's seen some of my games, and I mean that that alone, he says I do a good job, but he's seen he said he's watched a couple of my games, so that alone is. You know, it's, uh, it makes me kind of proud of myself. And getting uh, recognition like that from one of the best to ever do it kind of has the possibility and the dream of one day playing in the NFL, playing on Sundays. Has it kind of like uh, settled in for you? Has it kind of soaked in? Like, or maybe you haven't thought about that yet? Uh, no, it's definitely a full go for me. Um, you know, after having a, at least a decent year or so at Maryland this past year as a sophomore and now having an opportunity at Alabama, I would definitely I would definitely feel like I let myself down if I at least don't have an opportunity to play in the NFL. You know, I know I can do it. I know this coaching staff, if anywhere in the country, has the ability to get me there. So, I, I mean, if I do the best I could, I know I'll be able to have a chance. With this upcoming junior campaign, it's a big one, um, you know, especially first year at Alabama. A lot to show. So what have you been working on uh, in this offseason to take your game to that next level? Uh, this offseason, I mean, I'm because I'm a transfer in as well, you know, I'm really just looking for chemistry. You know, we have a QB battle down here against uh, Milro and Simpson. So, uh, you know, just catching the ball as much as I could whenever either of them go or whenever both of them go and, you know, trying to get chemistry down and, you know, let them let them see the skills and tools I bring. And uh, CJ, um, when we've talked to um, um, a lot of guys, they kind of uh, talk about uh, approaching every week, or kind of like the one to know mentality. Is that something that um, that uh, occurred at uh, Maryland? And is that uh, yeah, that you, yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Again, uh, a lot of guys, including Coach Lux, were once at Alabama that are up there, so. Uh, they bring they bring a lot of the same stuff to the table up there, so you know they're always chasing the one percent or you know get you know earn, earn the day rather than just use it and uh, stuff like that. CJ, at, you know, big thing football next goal NFL. You're on your ways there. You've had a tremendous amount of success, but you know, off the field in the classroom, uh, is there something that you're studying or looking to study in school or career aspirations um, after the NFL? Uh, I'm probably going to look into getting a criminal justice field. Um, I don't know. I feel like I really enjoyed class here, you know, before when I was at Maryland, you know, it was kind of, I, I wasn't a fan of going to class, but I don't, I don't know why it changed, but I'm down here. I got straight A's for the first time in my entire life as of right now. So, uh, 
you know, I'm looking, uh, I, I think I want to actually graduate school, you know, do it all. Even if, even if I had a breakout season this year and left, I'd want to come back and finish. But after football, I'd like to get into strength conditioning. I'd like to, you know, come back and, you know, become a coach or something like that. And that's something that um, a lot of players end up doing. And does Sabin preach that, that when you're in the uh, classroom, you're uh, representing um, the football team. So sitting in the front and just uh, engaging uh, in class, is that something that uh, Saban preaches to you guys? Oh, yeah, 100%. Coach Saban's really – Coach Saban and the whole university here is huge on academics. You know, they don't they don't care if you're the star, the star player on any sports team. They don't care who you are. You're – you know, you're going to class. You're earning your academic – you're earning your academics, you know, like – you're on scholarship. They're paying you to be here. I mean, you're going to do the things they want so they can let you do the things you want to do, you know? CJ off the field. Uh, you know, we, we see the success that you, you put together at tight end. You touched on and, and mentioned, you know, having a dad and you were always, you know, the strongest guy in the team. But just since arriving to college in general, how has, you know, your preparation, whether it been studying film, taking care of your body with nutrition, um, you know, uh, your training habits, how have they changed and progressed uh, since, since leaving high school? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, all those facts you hit is huge. You know, I mean, first off, recovery of your body is huge. You know, even if you don't do a hard workout, try hit the cold and hot tub every day. Even if you don't have an injury or anything's hurt, you know, maybe you do some prehab, you know, do some mobility for all your body or flexible or whatever you want to do. And uh, I mean, academics, obviously, you got to take them serious. You know, I mean, high school, you know, your, your shot is Juco. If you don't make grades here, you know, you'll just be suspended or, you know, you will be done for the season, which obviously you don't want. That's terrible. And, you know, weight training, nutrition, that's all the same stuff. You know, you, you need to lift weights, obviously to be the best you could be And nutrition. If you're lifting weights and not eating the right way, I mean, nothing's going to change for you. CJ, has it been difficult to maintain a healthy diet and, uh, uh, workout routine uh no i'm pretty good with that kind of stuff you know uh i'll have a snack here or there on my nutrition schedule but uh you know usually i try to stick to the basics you know i uh, eat pretty healthy to i just i i feel like you know if you go run a whole day for an hour and do a huge conditioning thing and then you go eat junk food or eat garbage food i mean it's just it's just a waste you know what i mean you might as well just keep stacking and building this CJ, hypothetical question. If you could be trained by one player currently in the in the NFL or even someone retired, who would it be and why? That's a tough one. Um, if I could be trained by anyone in the NFL, it would be probably Gronk because he I I would consider him the probably the best player to never play. To me. Just the way he can, you know, obviously block and run routes and be a reliable guy. But if I was to play under anyone as an OC, it would be Tommy Reese who we got because he's a huge tight end guy. He loves his tight ends, and I know you know he's a great offense coordinator. DJ, for our last uh, question, for any rising high school football player, just based off of your um, experiences, what's the best piece of advice you could offer to one of them? Yeah, just give everything you got. But I mean, uh, football can end any day. You know, you see NFL injuries these days. You see college injuries. You even see high school injuries. It's just, uh, you know, given everything you got, you play football for a reason. I mean, obviously, if 
parents or whatever force you to play, that's different. But I mean, if you join the team willingly and, you know, you take that oath of being a player and giving it all for your brother next to you. I mean, you got, you got to do that. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta grind the grind, you know what I mean? And uh, just always look for the next step in your career. That was CJ Dupree, tight end with the Alabama Crimson Tide. We appreciate all your time and insight and wish you the best of luck next season. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Thank you.